We're literally debating that it's bad that people get to say what they think. Can you imagine? I'm reading Psalm 144 and it says, He trains my hands for war. We are on the brink of total destruction of America as we know it. Let your rebel flag fly. Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson, the ladies of Liberty, as um, P.I.s and Ivy says, are here as well. Amy Beth Shaver, Allison Sinclair. Sky's here, making sure that, uh, well, you know, maybe not keeping us out of the ditches, but keeping all four tires out of the ditches. Maybe I'm, the- I'm just one man, Scott. <laughs> so much. Sky's record service to keep us out of the ditches. It is a beautiful day here in the heart of God's country. It is the 20th day of February, a Tuesday in the year of our Lord, 2024. We have a, there is so much going on out there. But I uh, just want to check with y'all, make sure there's not Aww, anything that really, so really is important that you want to, that, that's on he your list. That's, oh, I thought you were going to ask us like how we were doing like just personally? as human beings. Yes. No, you don't care about that. I okay, never care, mind. I only care about the product. Well, Scott. Spoken like a true man. Great Scott. Uh, I would like to let you know that Saban, for some reason, is trending on Twitter, everybody, but I don't really care about that. Is it because he's going to ESPN? Well, is I don't that? know, but I, I told y'all months ago that I mm-hmm. knew he was going to retire based on the fact that he showed up on ESPN on Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. With um, with our guy. Uh, the kicker, guy in the tank boy. top. Yeah, yeah tank boy. top guy. Tank top kicker boy. Tank. Pat McAfee show. Yes, yes, yes. Which so, I thought he lost that show. I thought he, he didn't. Me. It was a... It was one of those examples of bad writing. We used that yesterday. Uh, bad writing on the Alabama political reporter. Mm-hmm. Bad mm-hmm. writing and, you know, beginning and end sounds one way and then the middle's another. And uh, that's just what bad. It was. Yeah. That was the situation. Okay. I, I've now been alerted. Okay. I know what to look for. Well, the press, I'm a you know, they don't do a very good job. At opinion writer, things. Scott. You are. And I figured out. Mm-hmm. That that was bad writing. He's so, got a show. They were mad at him. He's not afraid to take on the man. And guess what? Neither are we. Yes. Although. What? <sighs> but there is a lot I of don't news. Know. There's a lot of news out there. Alabama did really well. We talked about it for a second with the Supreme Court and embryos. It's all over the And news. it has blown up. And Tim I was, Pool, did you see Tim Cass picked it up? And everywhere. kind of. Which is a big deal. I think that is fantastic. Well, I did figure out the two that voted. You know, it was a it, one one um, one of the. I think the eighteen nineteen news article said it was a seven two decision. Mm-hmm. The not the B said eight one, and I figured yeah. out why. What is the difference? Well, there Sellers, and I don't know his name. Justice Sellers okay. might be a female. I don't know. In Alabama, somebody could tell us. Um, like half concurred and half dissented. Solidly committed to both sides. Just like some of our legislators in gambling. I didn't know you could do that. I mean, I think you can. agreed with William Sellers. William Sellers. Oh, Will Sellers. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Will Sellers? Mm-hmm. I have his business card and I didn't know who he was. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Okay, that's weird. I guess I better pay attention. Probably. Anyway, Will Sellers, Justice Will Sellers, half dissented, half agreed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Justice Greg Cook was the full dissenting vote. Greg Cook. Greg Cook. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked, actually. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. His, uh, what was his reason? He had an interesting reason, didn't he? Did he not? Well, he said it would destroy the IVF industry in Alabama. Okay, so 
okay. Now, I'm not saying I want to destroy it. I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. I know it's helped a lot of people, but that was not the question. No. The question is, what are these fertilized eggs, basically? What are these fertilized eggs? Are they life or they're not? Really? And so he decided to punt on life or not because that was too hard. I, look, I know I'm putting words in his mouth, but it seems to me that would be, let me punt on the really hard question and then say I'm defending an industry. Yeah, the question wasn't should we defend a business and protect business. Right. It was should we protect life. Right. And um, I was kind of shocked because it's, uh, it's really opposite of what he campaigned on. And um, now it's a 131-page opinion or whatever yeah. they say. What Not opinion. Opinions. Is that mm -hmm. what they say? Mm -hmm. They do. I don't know. Our legal expert, Amy Beth Shaver. Everyone relax. I'm yes. here. <laughs> and um, But I didn't read the whole thing. But I, I did get to that Greg Cook was the full dissenting vote and Will Sellers was half in, half out. So mm. let's just remember with that full dissenting vote and the half and half, which is not well, it's a real thing. Take mm -hmm. me, for example. <laughs> um, so the situation is... Yes. <laughs> sometimes half and half is just amazing. Thanks. And never mind. I'm not even going to... I think you're fabulous okay, too, Alice. Keep going. Scott, only sometimes. Yeah. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Remember, just remember at the heart of this argument is exactly what you said, Scott. Is it or is it not life? Mm -hmm. And if we have to freeze something to prevent it from growing... It's obviously alive, right? Yes. Okay. But more than that, this is what I was wrestling with while on my afternoon walk under the influence of Allison Sinclair. Oh. Is not just, is it going to ruin the industry and how unbelievable is it that somebody would say that out loud that they're for business over human life, but should we do this at all? Because when we do go in for IVF and mm -hmm. I am adopted because my mom and dad were unable to get pregnant themselves. Right. So I have great. But that was decades and decades ago. It was a hundred years ago. And believe it or not, I'm like the crypt keeper. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> but so I feel for couples who struggle with infertility and it is a silent group of people that hurt and struggle. Mm -hmm. It is real. Mm -hmm. But as I was walking, I'm thinking, but isn't that what adoption is for? Because every single time you do IVF, you do capture several eggs, unite it, make a little human being, a little embryo. And then you know that half of those at least are going to be discarded. Right. So really for me, the question comes down and I'd never thought about it before. Should we do this at all? I, that's where I was going. Which is a hard thing to say it's because really I have hard people to very say. close to me that have children because yes. of IVF. Yes. Um, but if if the ones that are still left over are humans too, mm -hmm. how do you reconcile that? It's it's um, it's tough. And I was reading this is how this is how the left reconciles it. So John Archibald. At uh, AL.com. He's still alive. He's still alive mm. and he's writing some heinous things. You're the Bless only person who read it, I'm sure. Well, yeah, they, I, only, I just, they only have three readers over there. He's talking about how anti woke Alabama is now. And he goes oh, through all the things. <laughs> and it's funny, as he's talking about it, I'm like, yes. Like everything he lists is a negative. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I fought for that. Yeah, that's awesome. But this is 
how he starts. He says the Alabama Supreme Court ruled that frozen embryos are people too. Popsicle people, maybe, but people. So when somebody drops a vial of humans in a lab, it's not clean up on aisle one anymore. It's a wrongful death suit. How terrible. For somebody who heralds his Methodist upbringing, I like him as a writer. I like (laughs) him and I love to read somebody who has different thoughts. Sorry, is that too much? He he really, he does a good job, except if you're going to say that this is my upbringing and, you know, a couple years ago he was disappointed with the church, it all comes back to what is a person. And so he is laughing at human beings that were destroyed or will be destroyed because a person's a person no matter how small. Well, he calls them humans. And he, he calls says, them humans and he's okay with the destruction of. Right. You're right. It's hideous. It's disgusting. So could he explain that? He says, yeah. I mean, what does he uh, say I in defense? Drops a vial of humans, so you're acknowledging they're humans, and then goes on to, like, jokingly say, clean up on aisle one. Okay. That is disgusting. So, it, 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 we've got to figure out. But don't forget, he's very upset about the prisons, too. He has no know. problem with the, you know, whatever happens to unborn baby humans. But he is tore up about the prisons. I don't know about it's, his what's prison in the next, talk. It's in the next sentence. We're just oh. a hop, a skip, and a bump away from somebody getting locked up in Alabama's death camp prisons for uh, knocking over a test tube. I couldn't get past cleanup on our Well, one. this is about two days after he has the other one where um, he says that the Alabama may do school choice, basically, because we're racist. So that's he all one? we've got now. That's great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, is he the one that what? Is he the one that had the cartoon with the bombs falling on public schools? No, I, no, I can't no that'll be that'll be the wingnut from uh, Mobile. I forgot his name. Okay, Crow? is it Crow? Yeah, yes. JD Crow. Okay, he's not a real good artist. No, not really. Like I. Not really funny either, but no, okay. he's mean. It, it, the, no, the, it the, was good, a, the good, the the one that can really draw is Stannis. Is that right? Yes, yes. Scott yes. Stannis. Yeah, he's okay. He's great. So I just think um, Alabama's going to fall on the right side of history of this to the chagrin of a lot of people. But it's what do you do with, because I'll admit, this is a conundrum. How does this? I think it is. I'm not really sure what that is. We're like going back. (laughs) Well, you see. It's a good phrase. It's. It's it's just we're in a pickle, Scott. Is that oh, how they I say it you. in Gardendale? Yes, yes we're in a pickle. We're in a pickle. Yeah, yeah. Um, a tight squeeze. <laughs> we, we just in a bad place, rock in a hard place. So, so we, like you said yesterday, we've opened the door, we've run down that street, and now we're kind of like, oh, well, wait, we're here. What do we do now? Mm-hmm. It it really is, and honestly. I, I mean, until I was on the walk, I, it started yesterday, a little fissure of a thought. And I was like, ooh, this is, should we mm. do this? And then should you say that out loud? Because I'm sure people will call and they'll be furious with us. But really, if we're going to be pro-life, this is where, like, do we adopt those embryos? I know that there are embryo banks where people can adopt children. I know people have done it before. Mm-hmm. Do we go back in our old age and go, I'll adopt some and I'll get pregnant at 51 so that the babies don't have to die because they're wait, going wait, wait, to wait, wait. die? Yeah, then what? Well, we like, can't what do that. Can, that? I, you can. 
I don't want to carry a baby at 45. I, well, Not I that don't it's either. impossible. I mean, I don't want to end up in the Guinness Books of World Records for like grandma. Did you hear about Gray the, who the, had his baby? Was it you that was telling me about the 65-year-old in, or the... Come on. No. The lady in Homewood that's like 60-something no. that's pregnant? No, that's not real. Who told us about Are that? Are you serious? I did see a picture, but it was of somebody like okay. even no, older no, no. that had a baby. Scott is devastated right now with this whole show. But anyway, <laughs> apparently there's a lady in Homewood that is now pregnant at like 65-something, and they are saying that the COVID vaccines, you know, they mess with your reproductive mm-hmm. organs. Yes. Right. That they like reversed and everything started working again. And now she's carrying a baby. Dang it. I swear oh I'm not making my. that up. Well, no, told I believe you. I absolutely believe you. Holy cow. Um, we're going to have to check into that. We will check into it. The, our crack team of researchers will get on her. It. Well, I don't really. Well, I wouldn't be sad. I mean, I, I should have had more kids and I didn't. You would have. I wanted okay. to have like seven, but it's okay. I have three in heaven. That's all right. There you go. Um, but. That's the deal. That's the real deal with the IVF. And that's the uncomfortable thing that nobody really wants to deal with. And so John Archibald laughs and scoffs. But I think too many people would do the same thing. And now in the church, we are going to have to have this discussion because mm-hmm. our, our, we're rooted and grounded in the truth of the gospel and the fact that the Bible said, before you were formed, I knew you. Mm-hmm. And so what do we do with that? Well, you can't say so life I, begins at conception if it doesn't begin right, at conception. Exactly. Right. And for people who don't know, that's where we're getting that from. Is, right. is the, the Psalms say that, that he knit our inward parts. Mm-hmm. He did that. Mm-hmm. But then we shunt the question right back to Greg Cook and go, were you serious? Right. You chose business over humanity? Right. Aren't you a conservative? Like Allison said, isn't that what well, you ran on? Greg- what do you point. mean? Greg was already where all of us are today by having to decide on this case. And it gets really sticky when you're over here on the, is it life or is it not, for some people. And instead of saying, it's not, he said, it'll destroy your business, I'm against it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, we chose the we easy gotta, way out. We got to take a break. We'll be back. Welcome to the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, where we dare to tread where, what's the thing? Where angels fear? Fear. Fear. To tread. Perhaps today Do we... angels have fear? No, they pretty much do what they're told. It's yeah, just, I God would think says, that that's they, a bad they rock saying. And roll. It is. How about this? We dare to tread where cowardly radio hosts fear to tread. Okay. Okay. It doesn't really rhyme. Because we don't care. If, it doesn't sound quite it as... Sound I bet great. Sky could come up with the lyric that no, would I, sound like I, a great I motto. I think we're way off track with the, uh, with the whole quote here because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you know the whole thing... You don't thing, say. Yeah. What well, is the rest of it? Uh, fools walk in where angels fear to tread. Oh. No, so, that fits. Okay. No, that's it. Okay. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Fools walk in where God said, don't go there. And the angels are like, look at these idiots. Look, right here, right here. They're about to go. They're going to do it. You asked me. Ah, <laughs> it does fit. No doubt so about close. it. The um, And the question is, what do we, what do, we do? The, the Alabama Supreme Court has said that fertilized eggs are... Mm. Covered under the what is it the minor what is the what's the law? You had it. I did. I just read negligence of a minor. I don't know. I just made that up. But I do the wrongful death of a minor act. And this all started because somebody. Oh yeah, 
Somebody dropped a test tube in a lab in Mobile. Mm-hmm. And, and then somebody said, hey, oh. look, that, that, there's, there's negligence there. Or at least it cost us money or it's a, it has an impact on our family. Right. And they said, you know, those, those have to be protected. And it's made all this national news. And we've started asking questions that clearly the court had to start asking themselves. The weird thing is, is this stuff has been going on for decades now. Yes. And we're just now in 2024 yeah. starting to ask questions about, hey, uh, what happens to all these extra fertilized eggs? And what is their status? And are they people? Or are they not people? Now, people like John Archibald are clear that he don't care. It's clean up on aisle one. Um, which Here's my question for John. And John and I have always gotten along. We don't agree politically, but we get along. There's, there's a, a mutual respect there, I think, just on opinion. But I would want to ask John, so what is your value? You know, when did you become valuable? When did mm. you when did you matter? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I really want to hear from some of the leftists. Mm-hmm. Now, some of them, I believe... If you really, 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 really press them, would say, well, maybe I don't, which explains some of their misery, their some view. of their, some of, yeah, yeah just how I unhappy some of them are. The I'm world. not talking about John now, but when do you matter? And for too many leftists, they don't, children don't matter until they pass through the magical birth canal. And I'm not sure they matter then. And they don't matter then because then you've got Peter Singer, who was at Yale or Princeton, who was advocating that a parent, it's either 30 days or nine months length of time before they can decide, well, I want this or I don't. Really? I mean, it's truly, I'll look it up. It's breathtakingly cruel in his assessment because the child is incapable of taking care of itself. And so the mom should be allowed to go, well, I don't want it. It's a little rough, yeah. But it also goes with their worldview that they're able to abort children up until the day of birth. And then- When an abortion happens and the child survives, and that does happen, that they won't give it comfort care. So their worldview is askew from the beginning because they're they're basing a child's on worth uh-huh. and wantedness. We're backing up and saying absolutely not. That's their worldview that allows them to be like amoebas and float wherever it's they really want. It's really the wantedness part. The wantedness we, part is cruel. And so, do I want to kill you today? No, but maybe tomorrow I will. And if I, I want do. to, right. I should be able to. She's pointing right. to Scott. I want to slash your tires, <laughs> Allison. And if I want right. to, I should be able to. Right. I want to go and rob that Publix. I should. I want to. I feel like it. Well, versus backing it up and saying, no, we're going to root and ground this in. Is this a person or not? A person or just nothing. And I back up to if you have to free something to prevent it from growing in its habitable space, which is a womb. Right. If it's growing, it's alive. So we're talking about human people. We're talking about Mm -hmm. little teeny tiny humans that apparently John Archibald thinks is funny to say and clean up on aisle three because that's what happened in Mobile. But it's the worldview is unbelievably easy to just separate down the middle. It fascinates me that we are willing as a people to do things, say things, or have opinions about little babies Mm. that, that the left would go to war over if it was puppies. Mm. Amen. Turtles, dolphins. I mean, just I mean, imagine you—you know—you—you—you you, um, you say 
if you told if I, if I came on here on the air and said, "Hey, look, I've got a dog and she's she's gotten pregnant, is the mutt down the street, and uh, I just took them to the vet and they cut her open and yanked all those puppies out and we threw them in the garbage can," they would stroke out. What if you just shot the dog and got rid of the dog too? I mean, you, but you get what yeah, I'm saying. It's it weird double standard where. The baby humans don't matter, mm-hmm. but the baby dogs, the baby cats, the baby the baby animals do matter, and it's just it's fascinating. But I, I wonder if that translates. Like, are they consistent in their argument? Because if it has to do with ability, well, mm-hmm. there are lots of elderly people that don't have the ability to take care of themselves. Should we just that's why they're take them out Asia? I think so. You know, disabled, special needs kids. Um, it gets really sticky, and if you. Continue down, like, where does life start? There's really no good answer besides at conception. Right. Because everything else is just arbitrary. Everything else has, like, a caveat with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So right. it's, it's, it's... And they can't say it's nothing. I mean, they've tried. Well, think about it. Even doctors in their embryology textbooks tell them that mm-hmm. life begins at conception. So even medical students know mm-hmm. that this is true. We've just decided that we don't want it, and so it doesn't matter. We don't care. The wantedness. Yeah. The wantedness is a, a great weak and pathetic argument. Crawdad and Gray Rider, y'all hold on, please. We, um, we're going to get to you right after this break. I really want people to weigh in if, you, if you're interested. It is a, it's a, uh, what'd you say? Conundrum. Conundrum. It's a pickle. It's a pickle. So good. Allison. Stuck between a rock and it's a hard a place. It's a pickle. <laughs> like we used to eat in elementary school. Why don't they, you know, why haven't they just, what was that the way we saw? Why don't they just... Why haven't they decided to pickle cucumbers yet? <laughs> I mean, y'all saw that lady, right? Yeah. Somebody should really do like, something with this. everything. It's like the greatest thing. Why don't cucumbers. they do cucumbers? <laughs> For the love. <laughs> we'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. Let's get out to your phones. I know y'all want to weigh in, and it, I always learn so much from y'all. Let's go. We'll take them in order. Well, if I can do the math quickly. Crawdad. Crawdad, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Thank you for everything that you make people think about because there's very important decisions out here with people listening that you might not know that they're going to encounter. Hopefully, if good words put in their mind, they can make good decisions, and that makes life better, living the way that the Lord God of all things great and small would have us do, and that is to do good, not bad. So I I say men who has the position to legislate where they argue about, I can, let me see, who was it, said, uh, law does not, we cannot legislate ethical, ethnic, ethical behavior. That's what it's all about, making right ethical decisions when in doubt don't stick your neck out like that and make that decision that's not their decision we should fall back and say you know what life is present i cannot say what and when so i will just not mess up something because i will give a little piece of testimony thank you my brother and and god Christ to my friend right here. This guy prays for me and anyone. I was not supposed to be here in 1961 1962 according to people talking to my mother at 23 being surprised 
and then them telling her that her little tadpole had defects and that she could just not have to bother with that. I'm giving you something personal. She decided to make everything as God would have it and put me in God's hands. And I am here to testimony because the Lord says... You, you, I know when you are alive. Not Thank you, Carl, Dad. No, that's a great point, man. God bless you, brother. Thanks. Great Sorry, points. I talk too much. No, you're good. No, 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 no. You, you're good. You're absolutely good. We just got so many callers, man. God bless you. Thank you and, so much uh, for calling. You we'll talk to you again soon, Carl, Dad. Thank you. Mm. Let's go to Gray Rider. Gray Rider, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. You're on, buddy. All right, headset's working now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wanted to talk about that rider for just a second that you've been talking about. Yes, and, sir. He uh, writes for the old Behem yeah. News. Well, I guess AL dot com. I don't know what they are these days. Yeah, I don't know. I've never looked them up. So, um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fault him for trying to think that he's clever and making a little joke and a little point. You know, because mm-hmm. being somebody who thinks he's funny, well, a lot of times when he's not, you know, sometimes these things go over like a fart in an airlock. You know, you That's just right. kind of step back. Wait a minute, Are you talking about me on this program, or are you talking about the, the old news rider? <laughs> I'm talking about the uh, AL rider. Oh, okay. I'm, 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 I'm going to leave you alone. I'm something for Allison to have to take care of. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, what he's doing, uh, he he's already said that they're human, but he's trying. But he they can't internalize. They can't empathize. A lot of these people trying to make these arguments. But if you got and looked at him and said, well, then apparently you were fine with the policies of Nazi Germany. You liked what they did at Auschwitz and Dachau. And if they get all offended and shocked and go, what are you talking about? I said, well, one human or six million humans. What's the difference? A human is a human. Correct. Exactly. So a human life is worth a human life. It doesn't matter the volume. Heinlein made that, made that distinction in uh, Starship Troopers on his logical argument there, and I agree with it. Uh, you, you don't leave anybody behind. Right. So, Yeah, the argument will point. always fall apart. It's just, it's antithetical to the way we were designed to really everything in Because John Archibald knows the truth. He, he knows. You intrinsically know it. Yeah, they're humans. Amen. Yes. And, that, and that's why it makes the, the, the answers to the questions of what we can do with them so difficult. And in what people have done until the Alabama Supreme Court ruled across this entire nation, and I would argue around the world, have just said, no, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to hear, I don't, no, 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 I'm just not going to, I'm just not, I don't want to talk about it, I don't want to think about it, I don't want to do any of that. And it is a real question. That's what, that's one of the things that, uh, constitutes whether you are a actual adult and you've got any bravery in your soul or not. You've got to look the hard questions in the face and you've got to decide what's right. Absolutely. Great writer. Thank, uh, thanks for the call. Great points. Hey, appreciate you guys. Talk to you later. Hey, thank you. Thank you, thank you for listening. Day. I mean, he's right. As adults, as human beings, we have to grapple with those questions. Well, and the it's, problem it's is the technology questions. As as science advances and we have more and more things that can be done, the question has to be: Should they be done? 
And, and the answer may be yes sometimes. And I didn't understand the process. Maybe y'all were going to tell me the process. I actually just looked it up. I'm going to have to read is it, about it. Is it, do they inject one egg at a time? They capture, if they want two kids, they'll capture at least two, perhaps two more, eggs. because that will increase. So, you know, do a little science experiment in the lab. And so they don't go put them back. all in a Petri dish and then mix them up like a right. shake. They don't do that. I don't think they can swim on their own. The no. sperms can. So they'll take the what? sperm and egg, make a little human, Even? and then take those humans in the dish and then go insert them So why them do they make the extras? Because it gives them a greater chance of actually carrying a baby. Because what you're dealing with in infertility is that woman, a woman in her womb may not be like a hospitable atmosphere. Okay. So she's also taking progesterone or other kind of shots to help that happen. Okay. And so because they failed up until this point to get pregnant, uh -huh. then they'll capture two or three or four children and they'll Put inject them where they all need to go, them in there. And inject maybe. them and then hope that one sticks. One survives. And the other ones will be lost. And so they go right. back and they really um, test it often. They pay very close so attention over a 10-day period. Yeah, that's that have what to be Scott's frozen. asking. I, so they'll keep those. They'll keep yeah, those why in case they, they want to go back again and, and do in vitro again. Because let's say one, two, or three so sessions don't work. So they prepare like 10 or 15 of them. And then they put four in. At a time. And if those don't work, they'll then they'll back. come back and get some but more. But Scott's yes. asking, like, is it really that expensive to just do to yes. go back? Just to do four. I'll, I'll, or yeah, is it like fixing a car? Where like it's really not, but it might. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all yes. get what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Everybody in every business says, "Oh, it's just serious. This we can't get over the hump." A single IVF defined as ovarian stimulation, egg retrieval, and embryo transfer can mm -hmm. range from fifteen thousand to thirty thousand. Yes, but that's not the process of fertilizing the egg. That's what he's talking right. about. Like, why do we have to have all these leftover right. embryos? Because like, is it that expensive to go to the to get a weight to take the sperm and put it in the egg yeah so like could you keep the egg and the sperm separate, separate uh -huh. and then if they want to come back and do it again freeze say none the of the four take uh -huh. then go back and create four more instead of doing 15 at a time and then having 10 Does that kids make sense? left yes and I think the answer is I'm looking for the first time and seeing that there's a little mini IVF situation, but apparently they do have to get several. And I yeah. don't understand yeah. why they My, can't keep I them separate. I would almost bet you that the answer is because this is the way we've always done it. Cost effective. Maybe somebody can call us I'll just and tell us. bet you that's the answer. Because this is just the way we've always done it. But that yeah. would help a lot. That could keep IVF treatment going in Alabama. Without having all without the spare, having, the mm -hmm. fertilized, the embryos setting Those over Those humans there. in a vial that are cleanups on aisle one if right. you drop them. Right. Charles I of Dewany, he might actually know. He probably will And uh, Randall as well will be up on the other side. Lots of stuff to do today. You don't want to miss it. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. We are, we are, we're talking past each other, I think, on our <laughs> program here. And, I'm asking. Um, I'm asking Chris Shaver. So we're going to figure it out. But let's go to Charles the First of Dewey. Charles the First, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Well, thanks for having me on. Hello, Allison, Amy, Beth, Scott. Good morning. Uh, okay, I'm going to completely clarify this for you guys. I you knew remember you would. me telling you. You remember me telling you this will be my third time that years ago when they were able to see what was happening, 
with the pregnancy in the womb that when the sperm met the egg and that was a, a human being starting with that particular connection. The, the flash blinding, of light. The blinding yes. golden flashing light. Now, mm-hmm. if these embryos and there's 15 of them all flashed, then you've uh-huh. got life with those 15. Is that Correct. not simple enough? That's so, that, I mean, We're that on the just, same page. That, that just takes care of it. Now, for a few other things, Greg Cook Justice Greg Cook graduated from Harvard. Okay. And Allison, you, you might look up because for some reason in my mind, and I could be wrong, I, I, I thought that he was one of the young Republicans that went to, during Gore versus Bush, to the Dade County window to try to keep him from counting votes. I could be wrong. I don't want to be saying it or not, but I'd love it if you'd look that up because I, I didn't hmm. really like either side going to pound on somebody's you know, window at all, even being my hardcore Republican self. And and um, I wrote a thing on the Quora, and, you know, it's Charles I of Duany, D-U-A-N-E, mm-hmm. you know, you spell it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the most views. It was about Professor Byron T. Democritus talking with you guys yesterday, and I got the yes. most views on that. And that I guy's very analogy. interesting. I did an analogy where the liberals were using the fake meat at Contrarian University and saying it was now life for their own point of view. Do you get me? Yes. You, you follow what I'm saying? And, and here's what kind of got me. I didn't put it in the article, but, but you guys kind of were coming at it from we're not going to allow that to be potential for the creation of life. Do you get me? Um, that I I was hearing from you was oh let's don't talk about that in that way does that make sense like we can't see that happening but I could see liberals doing that though do you get me I guess except yeah and and I tied it into the legislature creating the law the supreme court saying what they did and how our legislature, I, I state many times in this, the way that they get the wording wrong, like with Birmingham Southern, where they say may instead of shall. And where right. they do what they do with the gas tax that now goes to not really do anything with our roads but the West Alabama Highway. And I right. state this could happen with the gambling and the casinos, and they could become anywhere. And what if in the future we don't want it to happen? But Democrats have power. Then those casinos will go where they want them to go by the means of this very law. But that, that's what all I wanted to say, everyone. Hey, thanks, Charles Versadouini. We appreciate you. We got time to get Joe? Uh, we got about a minute and a half. Let's okay. go to Joe, and then okay. we'll see how long. Joe, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Okay. Yeah, these, um, these externally created embryos. Yes. You know, these test uh, tube produced souls. Uh, this is immoral in itself because isn't this isn't this forcing God's hand? You know, to have multiple things just for testing purposes, creating souls in an embryonic form. I mean, it's like it's putting a burden on God that God never even thought about doing. There are a lot of questions. Um, I'm, I'm not an expert yet, but that is one of the questions we had earlier. Just there's a you know, there is infertility and um, and what we're doing. And we're still trying to figure out 
why we create, you know, why we fertilize so many eggs? Could we not just do three or four at a time and then come back and do them again? You don't have to retrieve them, and that's all the big cost. So lots of questions, Joe. Good question, man. We got to take a break. Um, we'll be up on the other side. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We appreciate you listening. We're going to wrap this topic up, but let's get to Randall and let him have the last word on this IVF question. And look, I'm not. I don't know all the answers. I do think there's some procedural things that could be done differently and doesn't have to be tremendous cost differences when you're talking about thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars to start with. Maybe we just shouldn't create so many extras. And I understand having extras. Look, I'm an extra guy. Semi-hoarder. Hey, I can buy two. Yeah, but three. There's a deal on three. I might as well get three. You only need one. Yeah, but I'll have extras. That's, I get that mindset. But maybe we shouldn't create so many extras. Then we wouldn't have these problems, would we? With storage and we freezing wouldn't. and we et cetera. And I would also say, as a purchaser of produce... Uh, fresh is probably better. I would suggest that you are correct about that. But mm-hmm. then those there are IVF people that would say, and I got my husband, my husband answered and said, mm-hmm. they do grab so many because the loss is so great. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But I looked at that clinic in Los Angeles and mm-hmm. they're, they're all, hey, you can do one. You can do one. And usually you do more than one. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I like the idea you had of to do the four. If you're going to implant four, I know my my what I was talking about during the break was these are doctors, scientists, mm-hmm. and they look at the lady and they say, you know, you could you could handle triplets. I'm not saying you want it. I'm not saying you're it's all going to go back together the way it is today. But you could handle triplets, and we'll we'll create three, we'll implant three, and we'll and if three take, you're getting triplets. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good policy. I mean, who knows? It's, a, science, it's a fascinating question. Science has, over the last 50 years, probably kind of forgotten sometimes the ethical questions. They have. And it leads to standards, policy standards that may not have been the, the best policy standards. And so now we're having to grapple with with new things that mm-hmm. we didn't even know existed. Well, Let's go to um, Randall real quick. Yes, wait, ma'am? Randall, I got one more thought mm-hmm. before we go to you. But part of this, and it bothers me, is that it's very emotional. You're dealing with children. Yes. You're dealing with your family. You're dealing with love. I mean, you know, you've... And it, it reminds me so much of the LGBTQ with... And I, I say this all the time with the pastors that you start to rationalize decisions that you wouldn't make because it is emotional and it is personal instead of just looking at, I mean, truth yeah. and facts. And like you can't let your own personal experience or emotions get in the way of making good, solid, ethical decisions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a very slippery slope. It should it these things of life to me are pretty black and white, right? And should always be black and white. Um, and while you were but, out, I was saying the thing about hey, a, a woman could carry three or four babies. I'm four, whew, wow, but three or two or whatever, and and quote unquote create that many. 
fertilized eggs and then implant them. Because they all have a chance. And then don't have extras. Right. And then it's up to however the system works. Maybe only one makes it then, but you've you've done the responsible part. And I would have no problem with that, I I think. And it... Well, I don't know if y'all talked about this, but just whole, science in general is kind of difficult. The lines are very blurry because, you know, God gives you a brain. He gives you the ability to think and reason mm-hmm. and create and invent. And science has come so far, but how far is too far? Mm-hmm. And if you can, if, you know, like Elon Musk with what he's doing with Neuralink and all that, you know, is that, I don't know, are you are you playing around with things you shouldn't be playing around with? Are you... So, right. I, and at the same time, ugh, that they, all, they always feelings. they always mm-hmm. bill them as, "Hey, if we do this, the the person who is crippled, who was in a, you know, diving accident or whatever, is paralyzed, will be able to walk again and function." You're like, "Heck yeah!" And then, but where they have the embryo, I mean, the uterus, the the basically it looks like some sci-fi thing where you you know, it's like a plastic uterus that you can oh, grow a baby ecto. in. The ecto, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, that's just getting bizarre. There's so much of of a baby and from having two adopted children, just so much happens in the womb with connection with the mother and the, right. the hormones and the the voice and just the, uh, are we messing around with things that we shouldn't be messing around well, with? How are we going to have a clone army if we're not going to do that? Duh. <laughs> Are we going right. to have I'm people so who, would just, silly. who silly. would just do oh, our bidding goodness. if we're not going to... Do it through science. Let's go to Randall. Randall, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Yes, sir. And uh, uh, you can kind of go on back. This started a long time ago, really, uh, 1861. The Human Human Act of 1861, they added added this in the U.K. They added abortion. And uh, also, Superior, the great of Polynesia, Superior too. he was a... a this is back in the, uh, 861. I'm talking, we talking, we talking hundreds of thousands. You know what I mean? We go, this is not nothing new. And and what you're talking about, uh, Allison, you, you, you're hitting on it. In 2017, uh, Philadelphia uh, Children's Hospital uh, born the first one in the bag. Like, that. it was a premature baby. They stuck it in the bag. Uh, uh, he, he's fine. You know what I mean? Like, and, and now when you talk about Singer, you were talking about Singer earlier. And well, yes. they, they, yeah, they, they, they are, they, they, they are on this artificial wound technology, and that's what they push this to. They want us to not want this. They want us to stop this crap because they're going to artificial wound technology, and they already got it. I mean, we've been had it. It's just we, they got to make us choose it. You know what I mean? So, well, that's in the uh, Brave New World book, right? Everybody's uh, born in a. Uh, there, everybody's a test tube. You can get like a baby in a bag. Well, yeah, it's, in a, it's, in a, it's in a big glass tube. It's like no, purple onion, chicken, a sack. No, no 2013. Oh, we're looking. 2013. Look looking. Yeah, all right. And then you ain't got to... I mean, but yes, it's in a bag now, and they do, they've do. they been doing animals, lambs, goats. We've been doing that for years. We've been calling... You know what I mean? And you can clone your dog for like $75,000. There's nothing to it. And uh, uh, so all you need is a hair off the dog. They can do it right here in America. And uh, so we way ahead of what they make you think we are. And like I say, we've done, we done grew a baby in the bag. It's done been done, but they're acting like we in trials, and we're not. We're, we're, it's done. I mean, so why we keep letting these folks do this stuff? That'd be the next question. Like, why we keep we, we act like well, we well, 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 like, this? Randall, that's why every time we decide you shouldn't do these things. 
somebody just uh, moves it offshore and Dr. Fauci or somebody like him pays to have it done. I guess. And then uh, if you look up uh, Logan's, Logan's, I can't think of her name, but uh, L-O-U-G-H-L-I-N-I-N, that's it. And then Choice, look up her. It's a lot to do with her. And uh, if you can go all the way back to S-H-A-P-U-R-2. But the two lines, like he's number two, uh, he was number two person born. Like that was, he was born in 860, and this was the first one that was, uh, a, uh, they call it gestation, is what they call it. And he was a king and actually lived longer than any king uh, back in that time. So he lived, and like, he, he, uh, so it's, I think they already done this with him. A king's been born, like it was an uh, artificial womb, and he lived longer than anybody. He, he reigned terror over everybody. He's the longest living one ever, and and they done this back then. So and they use they call it gestation uh, X something like. Uh, anyway, it's it's it gets crazier. But like I, us saying that we in time trials, and they already done it. I mean, we're not in no trials. Like right. I don't know. So they're trying to make us say, hey, let's stop doing what we're doing here and let's go to this because Singer is behind a lot of these writings that I, that I study and Wells, and then you can go to. Uh, Cannoid. I mean, he does a lot. I mean, that is so much. I, I, I know we ain't got enough time to go through it, but we, we, it's another thing like Elon Musk acting like he's the first one down here doing this brain stuff, and we just being lied to, and we take, and we taking it on the chin. You know, Thanks, Randall. Appreciate right. you, buddy. Let's go to Happy Trails. Happy Trails. Welcome to the program, and we always are happy to talk to uh, first-time callers. Good morning. I'm not morning. a first-time caller to talk radio, but I am to your program. Well, I listen thank you. all the time, and uh, I missed a little bit of the show because I had to run down my stairs to talk to my husband, uh, who is a retired OBGYN, and y'all were talking yes. about keeping the uh, embryos, the eggs, separate from the sperm. Yes, that's the, that's the question. Do we have to create so many extras? Well, having been through this with my son and his wife, mm-hmm. yes, you do. They retrieved 44 eggs from her, okay. but only 21 were viable. And okay. by the time they fertilized them, only 10 survived. So. Okay. There is a lot of science that goes into it. And my husband said there have been multiple studies done and that this is the way that it should be done because it gives the most success. Um, There are a lot of people who can't produce eggs. Uh, My daughter-in-law had um, polycystic ovarian disease. And those are people who have trouble producing eggs. Mm-hmm. And when she does produce eggs, you want to get as many as you can because it might not happen ever again. Okay. And it's very time-consuming, money-consuming. It's emotional. It's um, very physical in that you're taking drugs the whole time to get your right. body ready to produce the eggs. Right. And they can cause some real emotional ups and downs and depressions and things like that. So oh, I bet. there's a whole lot that goes into it. But my husband brought up a subject which I thought y'all might be interested in that I hadn't thought about is now that if this is declared uh, as 
uh, Judge Cook said, then what is the legal ramification of an heir for this embryo? If you have two children and one embryo and you have a will and it says everything goes to my children, is that embryo a child that is to be equally split? That's a real humdinger. It is. Uh, You just added a whole new step to our questions we can't answer. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, they do get a lot of psychological counseling. They get a lot of legal advice when they go through this because it is a lot of money. It was around, I think, about $50,000. Goodness. So they, they... they really want to be sure that people want to do this and that they're willing to put forth all effort everywhere. Right. So, but they had a child. She was, the first baby was a clomid baby and then she couldn't get pregnant. Um, she started trying, uh, lost two babies, mm. had in vitro and several didn't take one. She lost. And then uh, they decided to take a break. And lo and behold, in the break, they got pregnant. They have an eight-year-old and a three-year-old. And now they have one embryo left. And (laughs) she's 39 and he's 41. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) they have an eight-year-old, a three-year-old, and said, well, we may implant it and just see what happens. But I think now they've pretty much decided, nah. Right, right. Wow. Uh, Happy trails. So Thank you. This is a great, very helpful. Yeah. Thanks y'all for calling. I like that, that extra kink thrown in there. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Yeah. We appreciate uh, it. My brain hurts. <laughs> that's, that's every day. That's, you're right. That's just getting out of bed every day. <laughs> Stan Cook on the other side. Lots of stuff to do. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We'll be back. Welcome back in the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. My goodness, this is... Uh, this has been an interesting question today. You think we lost half our audience again just asking no, questions? No, I'm, because we don't have the answers. That's what we're at. we're having a discussion about. Mm-hmm. These are things we've never thought of. Um, I've and never we have thought figured about out that the sciencey doctor answer is just do as many as possible. Shot. Yeah, you, you shoot the shotgun. You got a better chance of hitting the bird with the shotgun than you do with the rifle. So fire the shotgun, and yeah, you got a lot of pellets left over. And then you just worry about the pellets later. Isn't that really not the doctor's it's moral dilemma then? Anyway, it's efficient. It's statistically better. You buy more lottery tickets, even, the, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> Except they're humans. Well, I know. Well, I mean, it's it's just, just a clean up on clean up aisle one. No big deal. Let's go to Stan Cook, who says he's on topic, sort of. <laughs> the best I can Stan, do with it. <laughs> hey, welcome like to the program. Hey, hey good morning. How are y'all? Doing well. How are you? Okay, buddy. Um, wanted to give you an insight <laughs> about the judges before we talk about uh, the embryo situation. Huh? Um, most most people look at a court case, uh, either you know the the plaintiff or the the attorney appears before the Supreme Court uh, as a person. They make the case. The judges rule, and there's no outside influence at all. And people look at the court case and go, well, how could they rule that way? Well, let me give you just a a, a quick insight. Um, Number one, you have a Supreme Court justice on the Alabama Supreme Court. 
that is a former campaign manager for the current governor, uh, was a campaign manager during the lieutenant governor's races and the governor's races. There is a great relationship there between those two people. Wait, who are you and talking about? I'm talking about Will Sellers. Oh. And uh, so uh, does the governor bring to bear any influence, uh, you know, conversations behind the scenes, phone calls in the middle of the night uh, about, about how, hey, we need this case to go this way. All right. Then you have other judges in general uh, that are paraded through law firms. And these law firms talk to these potential Supreme Court justice candidates and they make contributions to their campaign, and then they stand before them with a court case. So when this law firm is standing before that judge, how do you think that judge is gonna rule? He's gonna rule in their favor. Or in the middle of the night, a phone call is made and said, look, we know we're gonna lose this case in court. We want you to write the dissent. And when you write a dissent, we need for you to put the wording in this way because we're going to appeal this case and we're going to use use your words of dissent as the basis on which we are appealing the case. And that I, goes I on. I can't disagree day. with anything you've said. Now Sam. you're meddling, Stan Cook. Mm. Yeah, uh, well, that's that's the way it works. And Can you it, come it, down to our studio and park by me so that <laughs> so that your tires are cut and not mine? Scott, oh. you, would, you would have to you have to keep up with me on the interstate. I'm so busy. And if you want to flash my tires, if you're going to break an arm, just flash my tires. Oh, my goodness gracious. So, well, people, people do forget the human side of the judicial system. They forget yeah, the po political side of, of everything. There's nothing that's not political. And then they forget that, um, to use biblical text... I mean, even in the Old Testament, it refers to corrupt judges. Mm. So if, yes, if, if God is warning us about corrupt judges, maybe, maybe sometimes we ought to think there might be one, just one, in the vast fruited plain that is the United States. At least just one corrupt judge. And, and, I, yeah, and, and that's the whole point of what I'm trying to make, is that... There are more influences going on behind the scenes that the general public never knows about. Right. And, and then you come you come away scratching your head saying, well, why did they vote this way? Or how did they say that? Well, well let me give you a good example. The, the judge in the Trump case in New York. What's his name? He's got some weird name. Ingeron. Enron. In, in, Arthur Ingeron. Yes. Um, do you think he doesn't have anybody in his ear going, let him have it? Oh yeah, we got you. We got you. It's good. It's just look. It's gonna be fine. And he's and maybe he says, but but this is this is but but oh no, you're gonna be fine. Mm. I mean, I'm convinced. There's no way he does all the things he has been doing totally on his own without knowing that there's some sort of support structure behind him. If it all blows up. Well, yeah, and the question is always going to be asked too. Okay, you want me to vote this way? What's in it for me? Hmm. Right. But, but if, if I vote this way, you know, I'm going to catch a lot of flack. So we'll attend it for right. me. Hmm. That's but, right. Uh, well, let me let me sh share something with you about uh, the, uh, the artificial insemination process uh, 
the embryo process that that is going to be making more news in the future. Okay. Uh, in Israel, in Israel, there's a university called Technion. It is one of the most high tech universities in the world. Uh, they are doing studies on diabetes, where they take uh, stem cells out of people's stomach and turn them into uh, the pro- the proper cells that they need, beta cells primarily, uh, to help cure diabetes. Okay. Well, during that process, they discovered that they could take those same stem stem cells and compare them to defective sperm from males that were not able to produce children. Okay. And they they come up with a very elaborate uh, cocktail of uh, the man's sperm and his stem cells. The stem cells repair the sperm. And then they fertilize the egg. And mm-hmm. so now they have created what is called synthetic sperm in Israel. And every Jewish woman that wants to be impregnated by a Jewish man can, can have a Jewish baby. And uh, that is, that's taking place now. So then I know we're, we are talking about eggs being fertilized, but what about this male sperm that's being banked? And this gentleman dies and he still has... You know, hundreds of children walking the earth. Uh, mm. So th- mm. th- this is about to get very complicated. Man. Gracious. Thanks, Dan. We appreciate it. Thank you so much uh, for joining us on this episode of Alabama Unfiltered.